Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's episode 35 of the Movement Diaries. I can't believe we've done 35 episodes. Um, Pretty cool. Not a big number in like the podcasting world, but for me doing this on my own in my basement and learning GarageBand and figuring out on my own, it's pretty cool. So thank you all so much for being here and listening and for sharing this podcast. And um, it really means a lot. So this summer, I'm mostly doing solo episodes, taking a little bit of a break from guests. We'll come back to guests, I think sometime in the fall. And today I want to talk about this mindset around food and exercise and really so many things in life where we talk about either being on track or off track or like, you know, on the wagon, off the wagon sort of thing. And I think that that is actually a really harmful way to think about things, but it's so normalized and it's so pervasive and it's just everywhere that we don't even think twice about it. And I think that's so much of the struggle with um, nutrition and diet and exercise is so many things have been normalized that are actually like not normal and that are not helpful and that are actually harmful and damaging, but we don't even give it a second thought. So this idea of on track and off track, I think speaks to, it's the same idea as all or nothing and good or bad, right? If you're on track, you're quote good. If you're off track, you're quote bad. And so I've been thinking about this a lot in the context of vacation. And I've been been seeing so many posts on Instagram Um, from other coaches and nutritionists and answering questions around, well, what do I do when I go on vacation? And, you know, is it okay? Like, how do I stay on track on vacation? And some coaches responding saying, hey, it's vacation. Don't even worry about it. Enjoy yourself. And then when you get home, get back on track. And I have to be honest, like every coach out there is trying to help their people as best they can. I, I know that. I mean, most everyone, not everybody, but But I actually believe that that is not a helpful way to think about things. There is no on track at home and off track on vacation. If you go away on vacation and you feel like you need to go quote off track, then there's something wrong and unsustainable and too restrictive about the way that you're eating at home. Because and I'm going to use the word should, like you shouldn't feel the need to let go of something or to kind of let loose while you're on vacation. I mean, yes, go have a great time and, and all of that. It's not about that. It's for, I'm talking about from a food standpoint. If when you go away, all you're thinking about is how you can eat whatever you want and eat as much as you want, regardless of how it makes you feel, regardless of nutrition and all of that, then the way you're eating at home is not serving you. It's not working for you. Um, because I am a huge believer and that there is only one way to eat. 
there are not two ways to eat. There's not on track and off track. There's not being good and being bad. There's not clean eating and then whatever the opposite of that would be, which would be dirty eating, which is completely ridiculous. Um, there's just one way to eat. And this is kind of like the crux of so many challenges and of my own challenges that I finally addressed with food is that we're always looking at it from this totally binary place. And the work is finding a way to create one way to eat that is sustainable. Um, whether or not you're trying to lose fat, it doesn't even matter because you can be trying to lose body fat and still eat in a way that feels great, where you're eating things you love, that is nourishing, satisfying, satiating, right? That framework that I'm always talking about. Losing fat is not about like, oh, I need to eat diet foods. Oh, I need to cut out all things I enjoy. enjoy. Oh, if I'm not hungry all the time, then I'm not doing something right. Like that's not what it's about. Again, these are things that have been put out there in the media for so long that we've just, we just accept it without even thinking twice about it. We no longer question things. We just accept what we're told about losing weight, about what it means to try and lose fat, about all of these things. And we just kind of follow them blindly when so much of it is not based in science, not backed up by research, completely unsustainable from a kind of psychological and behavioral standpoint. Um, So I want you to really think about like, when was, how often do you think about on track, off track? Like, even like on a day-to-day basis, if you have a day where you eat more or you eat foods that you don't typically eat or you eat foods that um, maybe are not in line with your goals, you say to yourself, oh, I'll get back on track tomorrow. But why is that day off track? Why is that not just part of like life and what we do? Because this is not about perfection. And this thinking of on track and off track implies that we're trying to be perfect. And that when you're on track, you're being perfect. And when you're on track, you're not being perfect. And there is no perfect. There is no way to eat exactly the same way and eat the exact same amount of foods and eat in a way that that perfectly fits with your goals every single day because you are human. You are not a robot. I've talked about this many times. I did a whole podcast episode about this idea of you're a human, not a robot. And these themes keep coming up over and over again. And this on-track, off-track mindset implies that we need to be perfect and that we are the same every day. And we are not the same every day. So we need to eat and find a way to eat and exercise in a way that meets kind of all of our needs, that meets the ebbs and flows, and give ourselves that grace and that acceptance that that is okay. And that eating more food one day or eating an extra more cake than you might normally eat or eating over your macro guidelines if you're in fat loss for one or two days, you're not off track. You're just living your life. And the next day is not getting back on track. The next day is just the next day, like where you just go about and you eat in a way that's nourishing, satisfying, satiating, and that's it. Um, this black and white on-off thinking is, it's not helpful for anyone ever. Like that's a pretty absolute statement, but that's how I feel. And when I coach people, 
We talk a lot about this and it's very hard. These are these are thoughts and behaviors and ways of operating that we have lived with our entire lives, right? I'm 41 and most of the people I work with are 40s, 50s and beyond. And so we've been conditioned to thinking and and operating this way for a very long time. And so you don't unlearn that in one podcast episode or in one Instagram post or, you know, it takes time, it takes commitment. And this is what showing up is about. This is why diets, so to speak, like simply cutting calories or only looking at things from an external standpoint, focusing on a specific scale number, focusing on a clothing size, focusing on a look, following a specific meal plan. This is why these things don't work because they don't address any of these behaviors that are so deeply ingrained within us that we don't even realize that they're there. That we think that like, oh, I'll get back on track tomorrow. That's just a thing that we take for granted. We don't even think about that language and those words and what it actually means. And this is what truly working on your relationship with food is about. It's not about, I mean, it is about like protein and carbs and fats and fiber. Yes, it is about that. But it is even more so about this because when you get comfortable with doing this work, all that other stuff falls into place on its own because that's a little bit more of like, not the external work, but um, it's more of like the functional piece. And this is like the emotional work. This is like the deep, hard and kind of fun stuff where you get to really pay attention to what are your beliefs? What are your thoughts? What are your behaviors around food, the way you use food to take care of yourself, to treat yourself, to punish yourself? and what are your opportunities to make changes there? And this on-track, off-track thing is a huge one. And I think because we're in summertime right now, and amazingly, people are able to go on vacation again, it's so wonderful, and we're going out to parties and barbecues and showers and all of these wonderful, amazing things, I think this kind of on-track, off-track mindset is beginning to like really rear its head again, right? Because we have this tendency to think that when we go out to a party, a barbecue, on vacation, that it's like, oh, it's going to be so hard to quote, stay on track. Well, why? Why? If it feels that hard to stay on track, your quote on track is way too restrictive because you should be able to go to any place and assuming there's food that you like, right? Just make it as simple as that. Choose things that you know will work for you, even if you don't have your normal variety, right? And to have a relationship with food when you know when you're full, when you know, um, you know what foods satisfy you and what and what don't, so that there isn't a situation where you quote are off track, you know where you're stuffing yourself, where you're sitting there eating cookies off of a tray just because they're there and you don't know how to take yourself away from it. That's the work. If you've done the work to look at that then there is no on-track, off-track because you have the tools in place to know how to choose things and know when you're full and know how to pay attention and know how to check in and know that those foods don't control you. And the situation or the location of the barbecue, the vacation, that doesn't control you. That doesn't decide what you eat. The simple act of being at a certain place isn't like, oh, I'm just going to eat whatever the F I want, however much you want, regardless of how I feel. No, you make that choice. You are a person. You are not a robot. You are a human being who gets to control what they put in their mouth and how they feel and behave around food. 
And that's kind of a really revolutionary concept. We just kind of think that we're resigned, like, oh, I'm going to a barbecue, like, okay, great, this day is just going to be a wash. I'll get back on track tomorrow. No, that is the thinking that we need to learn to move away from because that's, again, that's where the real work is. Um, and it's kind of like loops back to all the things. If you, if you follow me on Instagram that I've been talking about, like this is learning your hunger cues and learning that this will be a separate podcast episode, but hunger is not on and off. Hunger exists on a spectrum. Um, you know, learning how to feel full when you eat. There's so many ways that you can use food to feel full beyond eating like massive quantities of something. Um, you know, learning to eat slowly, how to stop and pay attention, really getting comfortable with like, what foods do you enjoy? What foods do you not enjoy? So many things. There's so many tools and practices that are out there to make these changes so that you never have to feel like you have to stay on track and that then you don't feel that guilt when you go quote off track. There's only one track. There's, we don't live like this parallel universe life. Like there's one track, there's one life, there's one way to eat all of the time. That includes days where you're going to eat more and days when you're going to eat less and days where you're, when you're not, if you're, again, if you're following macro guidelines where you're not going to be within them, that's okay. That's not off track. That's life. That's you being human. That's you being extra hungry. That's you maybe being emotionally stressed out and relying on food a little bit more than you normally do. Um, that's choosing. Maybe you, maybe you are away, maybe you're away for the weekend or you're at a special restaurant and they have like your most favorite things. And you decide, you know what? I really, I'm going to go all in and I'm going to have more of this because it's my favorite thing. And I only get to have it twice a year. Fine. That's not off track. That's life. So I really just want to get people thinking about this. This to me is like game changing stuff. And again, these thoughts, these, this on track, off track, good or bad, clean and dirty eating is so pervasive and so insidious. And it is literally seeped into everything we do. We don't even realize it. We're not even aware of it. It's just, we just accept it as just, this is just what is, but it's not. And we have to start to create awareness and see how those behaviors are actually impacting us. And if you really want to make a change with food, with body image, with weight, and find a way to eat that is sustainable, that makes you feel great, that has you at a weight that you feel good at, this is the work that has to be done. It's not about... Um, you know, following a specific meal plan, finding the lowest calorie ice cream bar in the store, um, figuring out how to eat as little as possible for breakfast and saving your calories to later in the day. It's not about like banking points for later in the week. So eating less and saving up all your points for the weekend, like that stuff, it might work in the short term, four, eight, 10 weeks, but in the long term, it doesn't. This is the work. Everything I've just talked about for the last 13 minutes, that is the work that changes things for good. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Uh, lots more coming on this soon and hope you're having a fantastic summer. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.